This week, I have been amazed as people have taken the scripture to heart and have found ways to humble themselves before each other and take on the nature of a servant and to give of their time and resources so that others may feel safe. All throughout the country, people are finding ways to connect and to serve, like the college students who are offering to Zoom and tutor the younger kids on their block or the woman who held story time outside her house, reading books from her porch while kids listen scattered throughout the lawn, or the teacher who rode through his neighborhood on his bike, waving hello to the young kindergartners who miss him so much. Somehow we are finding ways to remain close in spirit, even when we are physically far apart. Somehow we have found what it means to be truly human, to recognize it is when we feel the least powerful that we can be strong, and when we feel the weakest that we have the most to give. Today we are celebrating Palm Sunday, another day wrapped up in contradictions, for as Jesus rode through the city, not on a horse like a warrior, nor wearing fine clothes or covered in jewels like a potential king might, but instead riding into Jerusalem with a simple robe and on a donkey, proclaiming a new kind of kingdom and a new kind of king. And while Jesus was able to be out amongst the crowds, amidst people packed together tightly, singing and waving branches, he too was confined. Of course, Jesus was not housebound, sheltering in place. Jesus didn't even have a home, but instead he was confined by the rules and traditions of his day. Instead, Jesus was confined by the expectation that he would free his people by overthrowing a government. He was confined by the expectation that he would join the scribes and other religious leaders ascending through their ranks and promoting their kind of religion. Yet Jesus did none of this. Instead of fighting in a few days in the Garden of Gethsemane, Jesus would actually heal the ear of a Roman soldier who was out to attack him. Instead of adhering to the religious norms of the day, Jesus would overturn the tables of the money changers in the temple courts and shout out, It is written, my house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. Healing the blind, giving sight to those who need it, causing children to shout out, Hosanna, the son of David, Hosanna in the highest confusing and infuriating the chief priests and the scribes even more, Jesus would contradict and upend everything people thought he was there to do. Yet set in this scene, screaming and getting angry, then healing and teaching and preaching about the future, we see the full scope of Jesus's life on earth. We see both Jesus's humanity and Christ's divinity. And then, even though Jesus could have chosen many paths, he chooses the cross. And our scripture reminds us for this morning that Jesus humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, 
even death on a cross. I am struck here by the phrase, obedient to death. And looking at how a country like South Korea has been able to flatten their curve so dramatically, it is often cited that South Korea has a very obedient population and how respectfulness and communal interests have made it easier to shelter in place, to enforce hand washing and other containment measures. Yet while these are huge accomplishments, I myself have struggled to be obedient even to staying within my own home, of not feeling frustration or anger that our family won't be traveling to San Diego to visit grandma and to be on some spring break adventure. I'm not sure what kind of fortitude it would take to be obedient, obedient to death on a cross. And while this particular section of scripture does not go into further detail about what death on a cross looks like, we do get a glimpse of what comes next. We get a sneak peek at Easter when scripture reminds us that God exalted Jesus to the highest place. God raised him up and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. In this scripture, we discover, or perhaps even rediscover, that obedience to God does not lead to death, but rather death is the vehicle through which we are raised up to a new life in Christ. I wonder what this revelation can teach us about our own call to obedience today. Josh Groban in his song, You Raise Me Up, talks about how when he is weary, when he is burdened or troubled, how he sits in silence and how God sits with him. And then after he and God are together, after the suffering and the pain, how God raises him up so that he can do the impossible and be more than he could be when God is with him. This week, as we reflect on Christ's journey to the cross, as we remembering the suffering and look to the resurrection, I invite you to take heart. For while we may be weary and burdened, God is with us to lift us up and to empower us to be more than we can be. Amen.